Hi, Concerned Citizens. We're doing something a little different this week. We're releasing a patron-only episode onto the main feed. This is the second time we've released this exact episode onto the main feed. It's from back in 2015 when our guest, Brock Wilbur, shared his experience volunteering at a California reproductive health clinic that performed abortions, obviously with the U.S. Supreme Court's decision this week to reverse Roe versus Wade. We thought this was a particularly relevant episode to share, especially because it shows that even back in 2015, in a state like California that protects women's reproductive health rights, during a time when Roe versus Wade was in place, it was still incredibly tough and a traumatizing experience for a lot of the people that seek to have these procedures done. It also is a great reminder that a lot of different people seek to have these procedures done for a lot of different reasons and why protecting these rights is so important. If you'd like to help out in any way, we recommend heading to abortionfunds.org. Any money donated there will be split up between local reproductive health clinics in trigger states, which have already had uh, abortion made illegal, as well as states where it is likely to become illegal soon. Thank you to our patrons for allowing us to share this on the public feed. But that's well. That's because for a year you got the couch. It's my yeah, turn. You made, to, you, you made sure that ended. It's time for it's real good. Time for me to. Lounge. And he took the backs off our chairs. Look at that. Not Brock. Not Brock, Brock gets it back because he's a guest. Yeah. He gets to use the fancy soap that looks like a shell. <laughs> you don't get to use that soap. I don't get to use the shell soap. No. That's why my hands use, are always you get to filthy. Use the three shells. <laughs> like in demolition man. How do I man. use them? I don't understand how. <laughs> Uh, uh, this is We Have Concerns. This is a special episode just for you patrons. Hello, Anthony Carboni. Hi, Jeff Kanata. And hello, Brock Wilbur, our special guest for this Woo! very special episode. Woo! I'm a one-man hello audience. Hello to me. Woo! Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do kind of always have Anthony applauding by himself in my head. That's... <laughs> yeah. I like to be a Jiminy Cricket for people. <laughs> a little Jiminy, a little Jiminy, Jiminy Carboni. It's okay. Do great. <laughs> You'll be fine. Uh, this is, uh, this is special just for you patrons listening, and, uh, Brock came by, we did a, a regular episode, hopefully you listened to that already, but this is, this is for your concerns. Mm. You are in the anxiety chamber right now. Uh, what's concerning you? It is what I expected it to look like. It's a little too pleasant, right? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Disarmingly pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. I share it with my wife, who has no concerns about anything. <laughs> it's half an anxiety chamber. <laughs> Yeah, it's just anxiety, like, creeping in from the side. Imagine, like, the odd couple drawing the line down the middle of the room, and there's just, like, now it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just darkness on this side, <laughs> and then uh, fancy postcards from friends, and occasionally succulents on desks <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> lovely. Uh, it's yeah, lovely. It's they're nice. Very, they're very hardy plants. They are. Yeah. They are. So, uh, Brock, what, what worries? You are a dude who seems, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say you're a very neurotic guy, mm. but you know. Well, your, yeah. your album is called Nightmare Fuel. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I'm just inferring from that. You, you can get dark sometimes, <laughs> though, I think. You have anxiety context clues in everything that you make, say, and do. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. I, I think my, uh, my concern as of late and probably the thing I've been thinking about the most, uh, is abortion. Wow. Wow. Uh, because, uh, about six months ago, I realized I don't do anything good, uh, or in so much like I don't volunteer my time anywhere or something. And that used to be a big part of who I was. And then there were a couple years there where I was just like, I'm just so busy all of the time that I just don't have time to do stuff. And that's a lie. No, but, no one's too busy to give back something. That doesn't but mean do you should you have li- been aborted. <laughs> you jumped to the end of this story. Do you, but do you leave uh, instructive and or insightful internet comments anywhere? Because that counts, I think, as community service i don't think i yeah i don't think i look at the comment section anymore like good tweets like if you like if you tweet good i do some good ass tweets right like like if somebody fave stars your shit like you probably don't have to clean up your community i don't ask people to donate money to my podcast so that's i do but that's why but that's why i always tweet good ass tweets you gotta make up for it i gotta make up for it that's my carbon (laughs) offset so wait so you where did you grow up uh kansas grew up in kansas and you you said that uh, service and volunteering used to be part of your lifestyle? Yeah. I mean, you, when you grow up in a church and you start with that kind of stuff, and then, you know, in college, you find those things elsewhere. But I wasn't doing anything that I was like, I'm really proud to be doing that thing. And uh, a friend of mine who's a comic had spent the last couple of years as a, uh, a volunteer at a women's clinic outside town on the weekends and uh, would just go out there and would, would tell me that it was very rewarding and uh, that I should give it a try. And so I signed up to start doing this. Uh, and it's, uh, a, a, this heartbreakingly weird, uh, horrifying situation, which is that, uh, you go to these women's clinics where, where women are, are mostly just trying to get medical stuff taken care of, sometimes just medicine, like, uh, sometimes abortions are performed there and sometimes they're not, but you wind up with just these walls of protesters. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. And so mostly what you do as a volunteer, as an escort, uh, is that you just sort of make sure that women can get safely from their cars to inside the facility and back out again. Yeah. I was going to say, you're a big guy. Yeah, it does help and that you're second, a giant person. And the second you're like, I'm going to volunteer at the clinic, they're like, oh, we know what we need you to do. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, well, and, and that's one of the things about it is that it's mostly, uh, women that volunteer and mostly like very small people and, and the occasional, like dude and so it's uh you're you've got mostly mythical creatures elves gnomes dryads sprites just small tiny tiny little yeah uh so the thing that that blows me away about this and first of all amazing and awesome yeah uh but the thing that blows me away about this is you know i you see on the news protesters you see uh you know these big events this is a daily problem they uh uh, basically, a lot of these clinics are, are open sort of one day a week because uh, uh, that's the most of the doctors come in from other like hospitals and stuff. and They volunteer their time to work there. So right. they're like, you know, Sunday at this location is our day. And the protesters know that, too. So that be the protesters rotate the days and locations that they are so they can be everywhere. Wow. Uh, and, and there are a couple of locations around Los Angeles that just based on the, the way that it's built, they're pretty safe and OK. Like there's a parking garage. There's. Something like that. Uh, but there is a location uh, in Downey, California, which is about 30 minutes away from here, uh, where it's surrounded on all sides by public sidewalks and public parking lots and stuff. And that means that people can legally stand in any of those spaces that aren't the private property. And so the sort of the building is surrounded a bit and the parking lot right next to it where people have to park is. And, and I couldn't make this up if I tried 
is also a Chick-fil-A parking lot. Oh, my God. Uh, so if there's just one more reason I had to... The protesters don't go there on Sundays because they got nothing to eat. Right. Yeah. They do they go there. They starve out. They do go there because none of them remember that it's closed on Sundays, so you always see somebody walk up to the door and like try to pull it. Oh, and, so, like, they're, so they're extra mad. Yeah, they're extra mad. <laughs> they can't get the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh, this is crazy to me, but like, because like you say, a lot of these clinics... I mean, yes, there are abortions happening there, but that's not the majority of what's going on there. Right. Like, like my wife and I, when we were dating, we went to a Planned Parenthood for her to get her IUD. Because if you go to a Planned Parenthood, it's just as good and clean and safe as going to get it at your standard physician. But it doesn't cost you $3,500. It costs you like 600 bucks. And so it's doable mm. and they make all these things possible but no matter when you go we went like we went to the little one in the mission in san francisco and there's never like a huge group because san francisco thankfully doesn't have a lot of that but right. there's always there's the same guy out every <laughs> day with this just hate desk he's got little hate dioramas <laughs> he's just yeah. just got like his little his little hate signs that he's made like in little hate print shop pro or whatever the fuck people use now and he's just like sitting out there every day just like hey how are you you're fucking terrible Mm -hmm. that's one of the ones that always catches me is that they have these like signs that are seven feet tall that are just big pictures of aborted fetuses and and babies all cut up and stuff and just weird bloody grotesque stuff and you're like what print shop yeah handled what, that and what, what, what poor kinko's employee was yeah. like oh, okay i'll just make that be the, done by four this isn't up to the the quality standard of what i want well we're not gonna do it a second time sir <laughs> yeah, i'm yeah. so sorry it actually made us all cry and rethink our lives that we capitulated to do it the first time yeah. also it's not 300 dpi you should not be going to this size okay yeah. your color your your icc profile doesn't match you're not thinking this through Okay. Yeah, you you tell him, Kinko's guy. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm protesting however I can. I'm doing good. I'm gonna tweet that I'm doing good. You know what makes like, me so, so This is the most Anthony character I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> what makes me so angry is uh how delicious Chick-fil-A is. <laughs> out of everything I, in this situation. I can't get that out of my head, guys. It I hate how good those damn sandwiches are. Yeah. I don't want to support that place. No. But they're so good. There's also like a, a burger place in in that little area there too that's that's right next door and they are actually open on Sundays and the people that have to drive past the cut up children pictures really? and stuff the you just see their manager just stand there every Sunday going I can't believe the location that I selected I for still this. can't wow. get a transfer I've applied yeah. 16 times <laughs> I, I want to work at the other Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> Can I just, just please transfer me to the other downy Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> uh, so one of the things that you run into out there is, is, yeah. is that a lot of these people show up in groups and they don't all come from the same place or the same ideology so a lot of them don't even like each other, which wow. is a weird thing to have because you've got uh, usually there's a group of about uh, 10 to 15 uh, Asian women uh, and they usually bring a recording that they play like out of, of a boom box that they've got and it's got three songs on it. And one song is a is a song written from the perspective of a fetus thanking the mother for not killing it. 
and then the second song is that. That same was just that was just Korea's entry into pop song contest, World Pop Eurovision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the second song is this is the same song in Spanish. Oh, good. Uh, so it wow, uh, which is how I'm learning Spanish. Uh, and then <laughs> and then the third song is just a 15 minute recording of I just a picture you going into like going into a Mexican restaurant <laughs> and trying to order and all you can do is spew hate about abortions. <laughs> Uh, and then the third song is just a 15 minute recording of of a child laughing like a halloween sound effect cd just like this kid laughing uh because the the wall of the clinic uh that uh that goes up against the street there is the same wall that is a very thin wall that leads to the waiting room where everyone has to sit no and so when they hold these things up or when they shout things or blow on shofars or give sermons you hear it just as if you were sitting right next to him. Oh, and when God. you walk up, you're like, Jesus. usually it's the first thing that somebody points to is like, why are all those women uh, screaming at the side of a building? They look insane. And you're like, no, they can be here, heard clear as day. So you've got How that. do they know that? They, they all know. They all know what – they've all like gone inside and pretended once to have been there and oh, then God. cased the joint. Uh, but then you get dudes <sighs> that are and, – and it's it's one of the big problems with it is that it's such a – Social class issue, especially in somewhere what like Downey, where it's a bunch of middle-aged, well-to-do white dudes who come and yell at at women of color and of lesser means, and some of them uh, like their their racism is so thinly veiled. It's this weird kind of mom racism where they're like, "Don't don't abort your child. What if he goes grows up to be a rapper or an NBA star?" Oh my! And you're God. like, "Oh, dude." But those are the same guys. Wow. Those are the same guys that are definitely into a lot of conspiracy theories because a lot of the stuff that they shout has nothing even to do with this or maybe even religion. It's, it's, it's a lot of dudes that you can tell like somebody just, they, no one ever told them like what blogs were and that you could just put your words there. And then they saw this happen one day and they're like, Hey, there's a place I can go where everyone has to sit. And listen to the things I say and my ideas. I'm going to show up there every Sunday and shout at women that are terrified of my views on anti-Calvinism. And you're like, all right, wow. that seems like a, a thing. Like, I just blog spot. Like, you could, I, you could go do this instead. I literally, we have, we have spoken about this before. I literally set my father up with a tumbler. For all of his crazy. Yeah. <laughs> for crazy all of lives. his crazy. I put, it's I a was little just box like, for There crazy. you go. Yeah. And you know what? so much more pleasant now because it's crazy doesn't leak out because i think on a certain level did you read my link that i sent absolutely not dad <laughs> absolutely not and i never will what's weird is like he he posts like a lot of uh posts a lot of terrible things he's not anti-abortion he's not racist he's just one of those like or at least he doesn't know he's racist if he is i don't think he is but he's got a lot of those like super like crazy tea party right-winger problems with the world sure and you know i would like to think that it's not connected to race because he's never said anything about it but you know he does want to know where the birth certificate is so um what's weird is interspersed throughout those posts will be like a post of here's a video my son made i'm so proud of him (laughs) and like under, (laughs) under any other 
circumstance, I'd be like, oh, that's really nice of my dad to use the tools that I use to say that he, but I like refuse to let him tag me. I won't reblog it. I never like it because I don't want anybody to see. Yeah. Nobody can see my dad's right wing Tumblr, but I feel like a lot of these dudes, if they just had an outlet for their crazy. Can that be our new project? My dad's right wing Tumblr. That's (laughs) just screen cap dad tumblers. Oh God. Let's all give our dads a Tumblr and And just all them the same Tumblr. And just not, who's been posting on my Tumblr? Because I was going to post that. I it's actually that it's a really thing. insightful post. If you would just let me know who else is on this Tumblr, and then our dads become better friends than we are, yeah. <laughs> and they start a podcast. And it... better friends, worse people. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the only silver lining about this, if there is a tiny one, is is that the other people are as annoyed. Like there's there's people suffering. They're from the, I like that know, they the don't get they along. Don't I like with. that they're like the expendables of hatred. Yeah. Uh, you know, like they're a ragtag team that's assembled and they don't like, like I don't each hear other. This guy talk about Calvinism. Can we can, please stay on topic? Can we please stay on topic? I brought a tape of a fetus laughing. Can we <laughs> yeah. all please focus on that? Funded by the Joker, obviously. <laughs> well, one of the dudes that shows up we call Dr. Spachemin. <laughs> uh, and uh he he likes to we have a non-engagement policy which is the hardest thing about this is that i can't say or do anything but if if somebody makes a move you know i your put instinct my body in between them yeah your instinct as a comic has to be to shut them down oh yeah I'm, uh, so many times you hear a thing and you're just like oh, if i if if everyone just looked away for two minutes i could make you cry and kill yourself yeah. uh but we there's a guy there that he likes to he'll He'll, he'll start off the shift by going up and he'll just stand behind a girl or a dude and he'll do like soft reads, kind of like a psychic thing where it's like, I see you have a scar and that's where, you know, you went through a tough time and Jesus was there and your family was there and stuff. And every time he starts into that, you're kind of like, yeah, this guy's trying to make a connection and maybe he's not the craziest person. And then every time you miss it, you turn around and he's managed to cover himself in bloody scrubs and he's holding up a bunch of doll parts that he's put on sticks. Wow. And you're like, oh, no, you're the looniest of them all, sir. And and uh, he's taken to being very afraid of me. And I know it because he stands behind me and shouts, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you, monster. <laughs> and and then asks other people to shout that they are not afraid of the monster. And I'm like, I like to joke about being a bit of a Frankenstein man, but this is Holy unreasonable. Uh <laughs> I, this You're is <laughs> a monster. So you get that you get reg- you, there's regulars. There's these guys. These yeah, there's dudes. there's regular. Well, there's there's a number of them that that have made it a career because what they will do, and it's it's one of the real problems that the the whole system sort of has is that especially in a place like Downey, you can call the cops if somebody throws a punch or, or gets physical, and the cops will show up and they just think that. Uh, what we're doing and what the protest is doing is this hilarious game of back and forth, this this little play sketch that we throw up every weekend. And they're like, all right, we'll go back to playing nice. Like, we've had the cops come before and been like, here's a video of, of a dude punching one of us. And the guy's like, indeed, I did punch them. Please arrest me because they've made careers out of getting arrested for yeah. these things. And then they go to churches throughout the week and they're like, I'm doing the Lord's work out there. I need more money to help do it. Uh, wow. so you, they have, they wow. have an what incentive, a, a fiscal incentive Crazy. to attack people. And, uh, I, I don't think I'd realized how important or big this was until a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we were out there and we had a normal sort of group. And then a school bus pulled up and 40 teenagers got off, 
and started helping out with the protesters. And uh, it turns out that there is a summer camp devoted to teaching teenage kids how to protest abortion clinics. And uh, a friend of mine who works uh, for the the group I, I volunteer with showed me their Facebook page. And that was the craziest thing I've ever seen because it was just like a normal summer camp where they're like, you wouldn't believe the prank, like bunk eight pulled on bunk two. And you're like, okay. And then under that, it's like, but we got to bring down Obama's socialist, Satanist <laughs> wow. regime. I made a lanyard and I made a lady cry. <laughs> and they, and they, it was pretty, a good day. Let's have s'mores. They pretty explicitly state that they're like, you know, teenagers can get away with a lot that they won't be arrested for that adults would. So it's important to get them out there and doing this. Oh so all God. of a sudden you just have 40 kids that have songs and sketches and all this enthusiasm and energy and, and they, one of them looked one of our girls right in the face and said, I'm going home to get a gun and I'm going to come back and shoot you. And the rest of them like applauded and like, yay, Billy's the best. Uh, and, and, you know, they incur that sort of enthusiasm encourages some of the more dangerous people to be like, I'm going to show them what, what I'm made of. And, you know, when this person turns around, I'm going to hit him in the back of the head. Uh, and so he was like, oh, this is, this is really dangerous and spooky, but the, the thing, of all these things that they kind of do and try because they try everything. The thing that gets under my skin is always when kids are involved because I'll see somebody bring out their nine-year-old and teach the nine-year-old to yell at us. And I'm like, that kid is going to grow up and one day resent you for every second of this. Or uh, is going to grow up to be that person. Or will grow up to yeah. be that person. So to watch all those teenagers get off the bus and be like, man, so many of you are going to go to college in just a couple of years, and, and I, I hope that enough of you go somewhere else that you're like, oh, wait, what was I What was I doing there? That yeah. was the worst thing. Dude, Brock, this is um, horrifying <laughs> and, and, and deeply disturbing to me on every level. And you, you started the conversation in, in, a, in a really interesting way about talking about being of service and doing something good and, and clearly – you, you are physically protecting human beings, which is to be commended and I'm sure rewarding on a certain level. But does it have a psychological effect on you? I mean, to, to be around that kind of vitriol for a long period of time? Yeah, it, it, it takes the thing out of you. And I, I'm I'm a pretty cynical dude, I think, anyway. But there, uh, some of these weeks, that thing will happen and I'll just go into the rest of my week being like, I don't have that much faith in humanity. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's that sort of thing that to see, just to even see it is to be like, you look at your, your wristwatch and you're like, what year is it? And w yeah. do I have a wristwatch? Like what is, what is 2015? And, and people are doing this just screaming at women. And, uh, I, I think I, I got into this in, in a big part last year because there was a, a lot of screaming at women online. And I was yeah. like, well, there's nothing I can do to stop that, but there is screaming at women in the real world that still somehow manages to manifest itself on a weekly basis and there is a little bit that you can do to help there so i yeah that's that's kind of something that i wanted to get at is you you kind of you kind of started off with with this general goal of i know i should be doing something that i know i should be doing more good i know i should be doing something that's a little more fulfilling for me on that sort of level than anything i'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis yeah was this a particularly strong issue for you before you started and and how and if not like how has it grown in like did you feel it change into a more important issue for you or or a more kind of deep issue for you uh the thing about it is is that i well i 
while I certainly feel strongly about it, it's never been a thing that was, I, I mean, I've, I've also visited Planned Parenthoods and once you've gone to your Planned Parenthood for the first time, you're like, oh, this is the most important thing in the world. And yeah. This is like, I, I see what this does. And at the end of the day, uh, a lot of the politics behind even what's happening there, uh, they don't, they aren't, they, it's not that they're not important to me, but they're not nearly as important to me as just the simple idea that people should be okay being treated as people and shouldn't have to feel afraid yeah. in America in 2015. And the fact that there are places where people are going to just try and get health care and people tell scream at them that they're going to hell and chase them to their cars and throw things at them is it, 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 it leaves the politics behind. And I've even talked to people that feel strongly about the other side. I'm like, yeah, but don't you feel like people should just be okay to feel safe? Like if you want to have that political discussion, that can happen elsewhere. Uh, so I, I mean, the the thing about it, it, it grows and 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 yeah, it it came from that place that one day you look at Facebook and you're like, everyone here is 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 taking a strong political stance on something that they would never give two hours out of their weekend towards. Yeah. And no, but like, if I oh. if I write like a really good tweet about it, Brock, and it gets fave starred like crazy. Yeah, definitely. Do you get like the picture. trophy? Do you get like a trophy on I got, that one? I got like a daily, daily yeah, trophy. I got like a daily trophy. Okay, well, yeah, yeah you're then a I'm goddamn doing hero. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. No, I mean, but I, I, I think that's sorry. I, I think that's kind of interesting though because um, when people are looking to do community service or looking to volunteer, one of the things that happens a lot is they're like, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what I feel strongly about. And um, when I was when I was volunteering. Uh, I just picked a place that was close to my house. And because I had read these things that was like, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Like just go do something and you'll yeah, find that true. you'll find that it's the issue is probably more important than you feel it is. And you probably feel more strongly about it than you, than you think you do. Because a lot of it is just like, well, I don't know what I feel strongly about because we're so uninformed about things mm -hmm. on a deeper level. That I think, like the second you get into anything worthwhile, you kind of begin going like, "Oh yeah, there's a lot of people who depend on this, or this is helping people in this way, or or I didn't even know that the community needed this as badly right. as it did." You know, I, I mean, I think this is so extraordinary, and you know, I I believe strongly as you do in in volunteering and in in devoting a portion of your life to to doing something good, and uh, the times that I have done so. Uh, and continue to do so. I, <laughs> I often pick things that end up making me feel awesome, like <laughs> helping people. You know, you, I've, I've worked with kids. I've done stuff where you know you end up walking out and going, "Oh my god, it, the smiles on those faces when I left." It was, and you don't get that. Like that, it, it's it just it's so profound to me that you are doing something good, and I think absolutely necessary and selfless. But you're also not getting. I, I'm, maybe my question is, am I not understanding? Do you, do you still get that kernel of of feeling good when you walk away, or are you depressed every time? Uh, I, I get that thing because uh, one of the great parts is that there's just so many cool, strong, smart women that do this with me. Mm -hmm. And uh, so many of them are also like... Uh, stand-ups or performers of some sort because that's just a it's a, it's a nice skill set to have going into this thing that you're like yeah i i know what it's like to have a lot of people <laughs> yelling at you you or think this not is bad happy. try yeah. opening at the uh <laughs> on sunset yeah. <laughs> the dane cook show um yeah i 
that part, like working with the people is, is extremely pleasant, but there are, there are moments that, uh, and they are, they are fleeting and small, uh, but every one of them has, has meant a great deal to me where somebody, uh, will, will like give you a look or a nod or a waiver or, or like mouth a thank you as they're driving out. Okay. Uh, and you're like, Oh, you, you get to see, you see the faces of everyone you're helping. And a lot of times you're even helping them get into a car and you're, you're watching them drive away. And, and, and there's, it, you, you don't get the happy smiling faces thing, but there is, uh, that feeling that you know what you did that day and that, uh, they definitely appreciated it or knew what it was. And, and you can't expect anyone to be in the sort of space where they could. Yeah. properly thank you or do something it's it's just one of those things and and it's like anthony was saying just getting out there to do something it might not matter what you're doing but there's there are there are some things in our in our culture right now where you can just see something like this and like wow that is bad that yeah. is a bad thing that is happening and it's yeah. shocking that it should be there and and sometimes the 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 protesters will will shout things like why, why do you come out and do this with your weekend? Like, why, why do you waste your time on this? And it's like, I don't want to be. The last thing I want to do is to be here <laughs> ever. I am here because you are here. Like, it's this yeah. back and forth. Yeah. You, you are your own causality. Uh. <laughs> and I guess maybe that's, like, maybe that's a good way for people who are looking for something is to be like, well, what's the first thing that you kind of see when you're looking at Facebook or at Twitter where you go, oh, that's bad. Yeah. Where you get like, it maybe isn't like this deep, deep, visceral, uh, emotional reaction all the time. But like, if you see something and you know that every time it pops up, you're like, that's bad. <laughs> I wonder if there's a thing yeah. about that that yeah, I can do. You, how did you find out about that? Did you just sort of Google? Uh, well, my, uh, my, my buddy who's a stand-up comedian had been uh, doing it for a couple of years and uh, and very small dude. And I was always just like, is that weird? He's like... It would be nice to have you there. <laughs> it would be nice. I was like, oh, okay. What happens is me and two other smaller comics get on each other's shoulders and wear a, a giant coat. trench coat. <laughs> That's probably why that guy thinks you're a I monster. don't think Jesus ever really said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if people, if people wanted to get involved in sort of the way that you're involved, is there a place where they can go to, to check things uh, out? Most cities have a, have a group that sort of organizes this. Uh, LA for Choice uh, is the group that I work for. Uh, and they, uh, you can just send them an email at la the number four choice at gmail .com and be like, hey, what's up? And they'll let you know all the places that we go, the times that we go there. Uh, everything is done uh, in in a very manageable way because they know what it takes out of people to do this. Uh, so shifts are very short at at these places. Uh, no one ever stays longer than they feel comfortable. Uh, you can't. You yep, can't get over books. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff feels shitty. Jeff just drives by. He's like, "Y'all okay?" <laughs> like it's just a rolling stop. Oh god, I saw the signs. Oh, these guys are terrible. <laughs> that, you, that, is that 300 DPI? That looks good. How'd you get that? I mean, it's terrible. You're a horrible monster of a person. Print quality's pretty good. <laughs> and, and 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 the Jeff roll by is one of the things that that freaks us out the most. Sometimes people would, a lot of times people would drive by and honk, and we're like. Who are you showing support for? Yeah, yeah. Please that be more honk. specific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to think that even for some of the protesters, they're like, oh, maybe catcalling doesn't work. Like, this is where they figure that out, too. <laughs> is, there, is there any sort of connection that you people could make to become better in any way? Out no? All right. Uh, monster out. Like <laughs> Monster out. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, so my only question is, um, 
Is there some way that we can work on making Chick-fil-A less delicious? Can I volunteer for that? Let's just... No? Okay. All right. Okay, All right. Well, yeah. I'll get on the Maybe that's not the takeaway. Maybe that's not the takeaway. Maybe that's not it. Uh, uh, yeah, so if you're in the L.A. area, uh, please check out L.A. for Choice. If you're not in the L.A. area, uh, I'm sure there are resources probably yeah, on yeah. Planned Parenthood itself and, and, and all those other dude, organizations. Dude, an amazing, amazing thing you're doing and uh, amazing way to share it with our audience, I think. I, I, it was unexpected for me, but completely it, – it, I'm, I'm moved and uh, and I really appreciate it. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I feel I feel like a more terrible person because, <laughs> well, because that's what I came here to do today. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guys, let's just all just go get some Chick Fil A and just talk. This no, out. that's not the takeaway here. I'm, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not clear. I We're not supposed to eat. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, if guys, we'll order it for takeaway, <laughs> which is like their drive-through. But yeah, zing. Uh, see? you get one because he you're doing it. good he work. It to the you're end doing like good pro. work. He's a pro. Uh, Can't kick me off now. <laughs> I'm an hour of content. <laughs> uh, guys, if you want to hear uh, more of Brock, he has a weekly podcast called uh, Brock Party. He also has an album on iTunes called Nightmare Fuel. Um, you finished up your Doctor Who podcast, didn't you? Or are you still going? Doctor Who podcast still going. Laughing at archaeologists. Uh, me and uh, Rye Silverman uh, plowing through That's fifty a, years of special of interest Doctor to me. Awesome. Can yeah. I can I make a suggestion for your next album title? Yes. I think it should be "I'm Not Scared of You, Monster." I'm not scared. <laughs> That's I a think good that would be a great, great, great title. <laughs> um, yeah, let us know. Uh, go check out Brock's stuff. Let us know down below uh, if you if if you guys do volunteer, if you're if if you're looking to volunteer. Tell Anthony somewhere. all the things that you do that make you better than Anthony, yeah. so I can read them and laugh. No, honestly, I would love to hear what some yeah. uh, what some of the people out there if that this listen to motivates our show do. some people to 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 volunteer some time in. Uh, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Did we say our our Twitter handles? You're at Anthony. You're oh at- yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this is for patrons. They know. They know. They know. They, right. they, the Brock is at Brock Wilbur. You should know that. Yes. But uh, you know, you know, you know, you know. You know.